Hello and welcome to Bible Bedtime. I'm your host, Dana, and in each episode of Bible Bedtime, I read a full chapter of the Bible, followed by a reading from the book of Proverbs and ending the episode with the Lord's Prayer. Tonight is episode 160 of Bible Bedtime, and we are going to read tonight from Leviticus 24. After I read the chapter, I will read Proverbs 8, verses 1 through 9. And of course, as I have done in every episode, for the last three seasons, I will finish the podcast by reading the Lord's Prayer. Now, it is my intention through this podcast to bless you with the reading of God's Word. So many of you have reached out to me through Facebook and offered me encouragement. Thank you so, so much. Podcasts are are just a one-way communication, so getting feedback from listeners really makes my day and, and helps me see that people really are listening. If you would like to share your experiences or ask for prayer or just say hello, please do reach out through Bible Bedtime, the Facebook page, and I read and respond to every comment. Let's settle in and get ready for a good night's sleep. It's time to let go of the day. Snuggle in and snuggle into your bed. Get into your favorite sleeping position. Nestle your head into your covers and do a quick check-in with your body. Is there any part of your body that feels tense? When I was trying to fall asleep, Last night, I noticed that my neck was really tense, and so I took a few minutes to focus on relaxing my neck, and I would invite you to do the same. Once you identify that place or those places where you're feeling tension or tightness, first thing is to go ahead and and accept that that muscle wants to be tight. So go ahead and clench that muscle as hard as you can for about three seconds and then let it go. As you feel all of the blood Flowing back into that muscle. Let it relax and accept all of that. 
Now as you breathe, imagine in every breath that you are breathing into that muscle or those areas. And as you breathe out, those muscles are relaxing just a bit more. Now, we are going to take three deep breaths and with every breath, those muscles and every other muscle in your body is going to know that it is time to relax. Here we go. One. said to Moses on Mount Sinai, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land I am going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. For six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards and gather their crops, but in the seventh year, the land is to have a Sabbath of rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. Do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the grapes of your untended vines. The land is to have a year of rest. Whatever the land yields during the Sabbath year will be food for you, for yourself, your manservant and maidservant, and the hired worker and temporary resident who live among you, as well as for your livestock and the wild animals in your land Whatever the land produces may be eaten. Count off seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbaths of years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, sound the trumpet throughout your land. Consecrate the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee Each one of you is to return to his family property and each to his own clan. The fiftieth year shall be a jubilee for you. 
not sow and do not reap what grows of itself or harvest the untended vines. For it is a jubilee and it is to be holy for you. Eat only what is taken directly from the fields. In this year of jubilee, everyone is to return to his own property. If you sell land to one of your countrymen or buy anything from him, do not take advantage of each other. You are to buy from your countrymen on the basis of the number of years since the Jubilee, and he is to sell to you on the basis of the number of years left for harvesting crops. When the years are many, you are to increase the price, and when the years are few, you are to decrease the price, because what he is really selling you is the number of crops. Do not take advantage of each other, but fear your God. I am the Lord your God. Follow my decrees and be careful to obey my laws, and you will live safely in the land. Then the land will yield its fruit, and you will eat your fill and live there in safety. You may ask, what will we eat in the seventh year if we do not plant or harvest our crops? I will send you such a blessing in the sixth year that the land will yield enough for three years. While you plant during the eighth year, you will eat from the old crop and will continue to eat it until the harvest of the ninth year comes in. The land must not be sold permanently because the land is mine and you are but aliens and my tenants throughout the country that you hold as a possession you must provide for the redemption of the land if one of your countrymen becomes poor and sells some of his property his nearest relative is to come and redeem what his countrymen has sold. If, however, a man has no one to redeem it for him, but he himself prospers and acquires sufficient means to redeem it, he is to determine the value for the years since he sold it and refund the balance to the man to whom he sold it so he can go back to his own property. But if he does not acquire the means to repay him, what he sold will remain in the possession of the buyer until the year of Jubilee. It will be returned in a Jubilee and he can then go back to his property. 
If a man sells a house in a walled city, he retains the right of redemption a full year after its sale. During that time, he may redeem it. If it is not redeemed before a full year has passed, the house in the walled city shall belong permanently to the buyer and his descendants. It is not to be returned in the Jubilee. But houses and villages without walls around them are to be considered as open country. They can be redeemed and they are to be returned in the Jubilee. The Levites always have the right to redeem their houses in the Levitical towns which they possess. So the property of the Levites is redeemable. That is, a house sold in any town they hold and is to be returned in the Jubilee because the houses in the towns of the Levites are their property among the Israelites. But the pasture land belonging to their towns must not be sold. It is their permanent possession. If one of your countrymen becomes poor and is unable to support himself among you, help him as you would an alien or a temporary resident so he can continue to live among you. Do not take interest of any kind from him, but fear your God so that your countrymen may continue to live among you. You must not lend him money at interest or sell him food at a profit. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. If one of your countrymen becomes poor among you and sells himself to you, do not make him work as a slave. He is to be treated as a hired worker or a temporary resident among you. He is to work for you until the year of Jubilee. Then he and his children are to be released and he can go back to his own clan and to the property of his forefathers. Because the Israelites are my servants whom I brought out of Egypt, they must not be sold as slaves. Do not rule over them ruthlessly, but fear your God. Your male and female slaves are to come from the nations around you. From them you may buy slaves. You may also buy some of the temporary residents living among you and members of their clans born in your country, and they will become your property. You can will them 
to your children as inherited property and can make them slaves for life. But you must not rule over your fellow Israelites ruthlessly. If an alien or a temporary resident among you becomes rich and one of your countrymen becomes poor and sells himself to the alien living among you or to a member of the alien's clan, he retains the right of redemption after he has sold himself. One of his relatives may redeem him, an uncle or a cousin or any blood relative in his clan may redeem him. Or if he prospers, he may redeem himself. He and his buyer are to count the time from the year he sold himself up to the year of Jubilee. The price for his release is to be based on the rate paid to a hired man for that number of years. If many years remain, he must pay for his redemption a larger share of the price paid for him. If only a few years remain until the year of Jubilee, he is to compute that and pay for his redemption accordingly. He is to be treated as a man hired from year to year. You must see to it that his owner does not rule over him ruthlessly. Even if he is not redeemed in any of these ways, he and his children are to be released in the year of Jubilee, for the Israelites belong to me as servants. They are my servants, whom I brought out of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 through 9. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gates leading into the city, at the entrances, she cries aloud. To you, O man, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, gain understanding. Listen, for I have worthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are faultless to those who 
with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one. 